Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who have finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is Chapter 1.9, My Two Favorite People, read by Pendleton Ward and Kent Osborne. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that universal translators don't always mean great communication. Struggling to spend time with both his girlfriend, Lady Rainicorn, and his brother, Finn, Jake encourages the two to hang out more. These attempts are hindered by the language barrier, so the three go on a quest to retrieve a universal translator. Impressed by her skills and digging her new voice, Finn quickly becomes good friends with Lady. Jake, however, is turned off by her old man voice and becomes terrified that his two favorite people will like each other more than him. After trying to fix it by being passive-aggressive, Jake instead tries to make both jealous in turn by playing viola with a boy named Tiffany. While Finn wrestles Tiffany, the couple talks things out. The translator is thrown away, and everyone vows to do better. I like this episode. Yeah, well, any Lady Rainicorn content I'm I'm here for. Lady Rainicorn is amazing. Let me lay it out. One, her design? Beautiful. Absolutely love it. It's got like this cross between a unicorn and an Asian dragon and a rainbow. What more could you ask for? Two, she talks, she speaks in Korean all the time and her voice is super pretty. Three, uh, her powers, uh, she makes things different colors. It's functionally useless, but it's great. And four, she's really good at beating people up and I wish she came on more adventures. Ugh, right? I don't think the next one's until Lady and Peebles. Oh man, that's so far in the future. That's so far in the future, and that's the Ricardio follow-up, if I do recall. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to that one, apparently. <laughs> What's your favorite part of this episode? Um, honestly, okay, it's a tie between uh, the just the concept of Science Cat and Shark really tickles <laughs> me. And then also yeah. the power, the free power rings. <laughs> they're like, oh, I guess they're <sighs> cursed. Yeah, I think you, you took... You t- that was my favorite moment, too. I wrote it down here. Uh, the rings all come off. Guess they're cursed. Because <laughs> uh, that is such, again, such a D&D thing. Um, but, you know, it's just a part of this world. It's not particularly, you know, it's about as remarkable as, oh, I guess the bus is late. Whoops. So I think one of the most remarkable things about this episode and slash the show, like this is Jake and Lady's relationship. This is the first time we really get to see it. And I think it's the only constant relationship, like romantic relationship that's like it has its ups and downs, but it's steady throughout the entire show, right? Oh, yeah, that's a really good call. Certainly, Bubblegum and Marceline aren't and Finn goes through quite a few romantic adventures. Um, And then Ice King, obviously, he eventually reunites with Betty, but I don't know if we could say that they were in a relationship because... No, I wouldn't say that. No, no definitely complicated so yeah this is the only constant romantic relationship through the entire show cute and i love it and I, one thing that occurred to me while watching this episode is we never really get an origin story for them no i mean i guess you know knowing them 
I think it could be literally as chill as they both met at a bar one day and they hit it off and now they're dating. You know, it feels to me like they might have the most normal and not unremarkable relationship story, which is great. Not everything is, oh yeah, we met when I was trying to kill her and we fell in love, you know? Yeah, but... You know, I don't think it's insignificant that the you're, you find out that the Rainicorns and the dogs were in, at war together. That's a good point. Um, I think from that, like, we know that Jake went through a rebel period uh, where he was all about thieving and beating people up or whatever. And um, while I'm less certain about Lady Rainicorn, I'm pretty sure she's considered a rebel from her culture as well. So I don't know. Do you think... It was a Romeo and Juliet situation where they they go into it both knowing like, oh, this is illicit. Um, and that was part of the appeal at first. Yeah, I like that. I like that since they're both rebels. I like that a lot. I like that interpretation. Yeah. So I, I really dig it. And I don't know, um, in a broader sense, it, it was my, uh, my date mate, Joe, who was saying just a couple weeks ago, you know, there's a lot of stories out there about romances starting. And there's a lot of stories about how relationships end. Um, but there aren't a lot of stories just about how do you maintain relationships once you're in it? And this is one of those few stories. Aww. Jake is feeling jealous. He's feeling left out. Uh, he's feeling the weirdness of when you're... I think it's always tricky when you have two people or two groups of people you really like, but they don't know each other and you introduce them and you're super worried about what their dynamic will be. And he definitely doesn't act... You know, he doesn't act in a healthy way at all. But Lady Rainicorn just says, you know, she doesn't blow up at him. She says, listen, let's talk this out. And they do. They're great, man. They are great. Do you have any thoughts? I like that we know at least three human languages survived. We know Korean and English survived. And then we know through peoples that German also survived. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also... And then... Uh, then right in hand with that is nerdy alien and nightmare. <laughs> nerdy alien being completely impossible to understand. But I think it's worth noting um, in the very last episode of the show, which I believe has come along with me, um, and we get that far future glimpse of uh, Finn, Finn's new incarnation. Um, and one of the friends they're hanging out with is Princess Alien. Oh, yeah. They might be. She was a nerdy alien who I think was talking pretty similarly. That's amazing. What a callback. <sighs> what a callback, right? Uh, and Nightmare Voice uh, was just like the most intense filter ever. And I love it. That's got to be Nightosphere related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if uh, Marceline can speak that. <laughs> I mean, maybe she had a phase where she sang like that, you know, death metal. Um, yeah, that's. This equivalent, world's equivalent of death metal. It's extremely literal in this this universe. <laughs> it will cause your ears to bleed. Um, um, I'm also surprised that Jake isn't late more often, considering he's Jake. Apparently he's uh, never been late, but... Yeah, but, you know, um, I guess everybody makes choices about things that they care about. And he clearly is very committed to his hot... Rainbow girlfriend. So who can blame him? <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany is a fun character. There's also like for such a laid back guy, Jake sure has a lot of sworn enemies, huh? 
He does. He has Tiffany. Uh, I guess all vampires, so that's more one-sided. Um, the and then squirrel. there's that squ- the squirrel who absolutely detests him. Does Tiffany come back? I feel like he yes, does, but I don't remember. Yes, in the dentist remember. episode. I don't remember that at all. Something the dentist episode, and then there's a heist episode with Tiffany as well. Oh my gosh, uh, there's so much I've forgotten over like the ten year run. So I'm excited. In other first, this is the first time that we meet Shelby, the worm that lives oh, in Jake's yeah, Viola. Shelby. Um, I really love Shelby's voice. I just want that out there. It's always very soothing, which is rare for like something pitched that high. I think. Yeah. Normally, you're not supposed to read that as uh, smooth, but I like it quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I did definitely wanted to mention the J- when Jake is going through his contacts, Mr. International, Mr. Outrageous, Captain Majesty, the Flying Lettuce Brothers, Pete the Punk, <gasps> Tiffany. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that they hate each other, but they also have each other in their contacts. Well, I guess Tiffany loves Jake and hates Finn. Hmm. Interesting. I have so he, many questions. He, he now. wants to be Jake's best friend. You know, the fact this is another one that's making me think that they had an established Finn and Jake are brothers. Because being jealous that somebody else is a friend with a person you want to be friends with, that's relatable. I feel like we've all had probably had times like that. We know it's not mature, but we have. Being jealous that somebody's close with their brother though is utterly wild. <laughs> oh, you know, how dare they? Point. They're so close. Their sibling <laughs> bond is strong. Why can't I have that? So something that was bugging me was I really wanted to know what Lady Rainicorn was saying. Because um, it's all in Korean and it doesn't have any subtitles and I can't speak Korean. But the power of the Adventure Time Wiki came to me. Um, and when... Jake says, tell a joke. Uh, she says, I can't think of one, but remember the time we ran naked through the farmer's orchard? We ate all the apples and the farmer was so angry. What? Um, which raises some questions because they're, they're always, always naked. naked. <laughs> so I think that means they were somehow extra naked this one time or they're aware they're always naked and she finds that they're, they're essentially nudists. That's amazing. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after when she starts talking about it again, she she just makes the comments about how she was eating all the peaches and laughing about it again. I do like that they don't uh, caption the Korean, though. I think it makes it, you know, it's a good, it's always good for uh, English-centric um, audiences to re- be reminded that they're not the center of the universe. I think that's fair. Yeah, and I think it works well for the jokes of... Everybody not getting what's going on. Um, I think it's curious because it, it's interesting that Lady Rainicorn can understand English. Jake can understand Korean. But I don't know. It, in this episode, it almost seems like Lady Rainicorn is deliberately not responding to the things that Finn's saying. <laughs> uh, like, she can understand him. He just She just seems to choose not to. <laughs> Look, she's a strong, independent unicorn rainbow <laughs> listen i'm all for being strong independent unicorn rainbows but there's something called being rude and that's ignoring your boyfriend's brother uh hey, is there a cloud princess i don't think so why I, I just they were partying in the cloud kingdom and usually there's princesses 
I feel like they had a king slash prince, like the the party, the party god is a clad person, isn't he? Uh, he's always partying with them, so maybe. Hmm. Hmm. I have so many questions and so few answers. This is also the first time we see the cloud people, huh? Yeah, I think so. Cool. I like the cloud people. They're, Me too. they're just always there in the background. They come in at fun junctions. They're neat. And other fun trivia. This episode was nominated from for an Emmy in 2010. Really? Yeah, which surprised like it's not a bad episode by any means. Um it it doesn't necessarily feel like Emmy material though, does it? No. No. Um, especially compared to some of the other Adventure Time episodes that I think do get nominated down the line. Hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating indeed. Any other thoughts? I mean, I just really love the line, Oh, sweet potato, I love you because you're an idiot. (laughs) I kind of wish they had kept uh, the translator. Like, obviously, I see why not. Uh, I, too, prefer Lady Raincorn's normal voice, uh, but... It would have been a useful MacGuffin to have around. Just in case. We we see it again. Her parents wear it. Oh. Huh. That's helpful. Okay, I'd forgotten that. I also look forward to that episode. Um, did we find the snail in this one? I did not. No, me neither. The snail. We're being very bad at finding the snail. I know. I apologize, listeners. Yeah. It's we're letting you down and <sighs> we truly we'll do are. It is my turn to give the media rec this week, um, and I wanted something kind of fun and based on romance, uh, which isn't normally a genre that does much for me, um, but I really enjoyed the film Crazy Rich Asians, um, which is about, you know, a professor, I think, I believe a professor of economics um, who heads off to meet her boyfriend slash fiance's family uh, who live out in, in Singapore, and when she gets there, she finds out they are ridiculously rich and she kind of has to navigate all the billionaire politics that she had zero prep for it's really fun um and if you're looking for some something chill and cool uh to watch i'd suggest it the soundtrack is also incredible the soundtrack is also incredible for sure all right well thank you for joining kk and laura the humans on come along with me uh, you can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at come along with me, where the last E is a three, and Instagram and Tumblr at adventuretimepod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Mm-hmm.